Good morning in Boker Tov, and welcome back to our 10 Minutes of Meaning. It's great to be back post-holidays. And jump right back into the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who has taught us and teaches us how to live the best version of ourselves, how to realize our potential, how to have the most meaningful and satisfying day by tapping into the best of who we are and who we can become. I want to thank our generous sponsors, Chani and Lenny Grunstein, in memory of Chani's father, Mr. Aaron Tambor, Aaron Ben Yitzchak, Ms. Neshama Hav and Aliyah. And a reminder, if you'd like to sponsor a future class, you can email Lee at brsonline.org. We are in Mesilas Tashar, in the Path of the Just, Ramchal, Moshachayim Lutzato, 12 Steps to Being the Best Version of You. We started with Zahiris, how to live a life of mindfulness and cautiousness, how to live a life of consciousness, how to be present in all that we do and in everything that we say and in every decision that we make. We then moved over to Zrizus, how to live a life of alacrity and zeal and enthusiasm, how to accomplish, how to set a goal and then make a resolution, a plan, measure how we're going to succeed. And then we moved over to the Midah of Nikias, how to not be on the battlefield, but how to have conquered territory. If you recall, we spoke last time. Battlefield means that it's an ongoing battle. What I eat, what I look at, what I say, what I listen to, how I feel, regulating my qualities, my emotions, my behaviors, that is the daily battlefield of life. And then there are areas of life that we can move over to conquer territory. We can feel so much better about ourselves that I no longer struggle with that. I haven't conquered it in perpetuity. I still have to defend it. It could be taken from me, but at least it's not the same as a ongoing perpetual battlefield. It's a sense of conquered territory. And here the Ramchal delineates countless areas of our daily lives that we need to be working on ourselves to self-improve, to grow from our eating habits, to our speech, to what we listen to, to regulating our emotions. And that leads us up to, we spoke about arrogance, envy, and it leads us up to anger. We've been talking about the quality of anger. And Ramachal has developed the notion that anger is the most pernicious, the most negative, the most destructive, the most damaging, the most sabotaging of all the negative qualities. When a person loses their cool, they fly off the handle, they get filled with rage. They're no longer thinking with good judgment, like a human being, right? The studies show, they study the human brain when it gets angry, and the blood flows to the brain, the animal parts of the brain light up, and the uniquely human, judicious parts of the brain shut down. Fight or flight. Someone bothers us. Someone does something differently than the way we want them to, or how we drew it up. Someone disappoints us or frustrates us, and we fly off the handle. We're no longer thinking strategically. We no longer have good judgment. We're no longer a human saying, here's the outcome I want, how do I get there? But rather we forfeit our humanity, we become like an animal. We yell, we scream, we fly off the handle, we lash out. God forbid a person can even become violent. And therefore anger is the most negative. Mida means measure. All qualities belong in our recipe, in our repertoire of life in some measure. Two qualities don't belong at all. Categorically bad. And they are anger and arrogance. Anger is categorically bad because it's a pure emotion with no intellect. And it causes us to self-destruct, it's self-sabotage. We ruin our relationships and we ruin that negotiation and we ruin that outcome that we claim to want all because we fed and gave into our sense of anger. We allowed it to escalate. We allowed it to build and allowed ourselves to lose our cool. Yesh Ka'asan, so we've been developing the different forms of anger and why it's so terrible and why we need to remove it. Remove it. And now that Amchal is talking about there are people with unrestrained anger. It doesn't take much. They fly off the handle, yell, scream. Everyone around them walks on eggshells, lives in fear, 
because the other person is going to lose their cool, lose it. That person doesn't realize that they don't really have any real relationships in their life. And there's another form of a person who gets angry. And it's not the type of person who flares up over every conflict, im katon, im gadol. They don't lose their handle, the handle, whether it's large or small, yiv'ar apo, but rather, ach bahagiu lahargish, yirgaz v'yechaz kas gadol, this is the person who doesn't get angry easily, but when they do, boy, do they get angry. We all know people like that. The daily little things of life that others get upset about, they're able to overlook. They don't get angry easily, but when they get angry, they get angry. When they get angry, it's not a category one, two, three, or four. It is a category five storm. It's hard to get them angry. But when they get angry, boy, it's hard to get them to cool back down. And that's terrible, says Ramchal. If you go from zero to 60 so quickly, even if it's unusual, even if it's infrequent, but if you go from zero to 60 so quickly, you will destroy things. There will be unintended consequences. There will be casualties along the way. And the things that you broke the things you shattered, the things you made crooked, you cannot repair. So somebody flies off the handle, goes from zero to 60, and then texts something or posts something online in that fit of anger. It's part of the permanent record, the permanent footprint of the digital world. You can't undo it. A person who says things that are particularly hurtful or harmful can't unsay them. A person who takes actions that cannot be undone and that's why we have to be so self-aware and so self- careful and so self-regulating to never allow ourselves to get to that point of anger because the damage that can happen when we're not in our right mind, not strategic, not calculated, not thoughtful or thought out, but when we're not in our right mind, the kind of damage that can come as a result is irreversible. There's another type of person who gets angry, which is a lower level. They don't get angry quickly. When they get angry, it's a restrained anger. They don't fly off the handle. They don't yell and scream. They don't grab their phone or keyboard. They don't throw things or people. It's a very restrained anger. It's a very restrained anger. And they don't lose their senses. But they'll nurse that anger. It's a better anger, it's less destructive and damaging, it's more recoverable, however, it's still damaging. Even that individual who doesn't fly off the handle and lose their cool immediately, but such a person who um, in that moment is not being thoughtful, in that moment is indulging in emotion that has no intellect, and therefore is not in their right mind. Any anger is not of sound mind. That doesn't mean that we can't have outrage. Outrage is okay. To have outrage against a principal who denied the Holocaust, who is potentially being reinstated to the public school system to teach children, we should be outraged. We should be outraged against injustice and inequality. We should be outraged against anti-Semitism. We should be outraged against bias and discrimination. Outrage is thoughtful, is intellectual, is calculated. Outrage is in control. Rage is never allowed. 
Rage is purely destructive and damaging. And we need to regulate ourselves between the two. When we are communicating outrage as a productive quality, and when we are feeling rage, which needs to be regulated. And that needs a, a high degree of self-awareness to know what are the triggers, what set us off, what make us lose our cool, to avoid those triggers or to see them coming and to be determined not to allow them to trigger us to previous fits of rage that had such devastating consequences and outcomes. We have to have self-awareness and thoughtfulness. We have to already predetermine, anticipate a different behavior, a different response. In other words, responsibility is response, ability, Stephen Covey says, our ability to respond. We can't control people or things around us, but we can control how it makes us feel. We can control and we are responsible for how we react. That is up to us and therefore we're responsible. And there's yet another lower level of anger. Someone who anger is slow to anger. And when they get angry, they don't try to destroy. They don't try to obliterate. It's a small, restrained anger. And how angry? It lasts for a moment. We know people like that. They say, you know, I'm really angry. I'm really disappointed. Anyway, what are you doing for lunch? The people who, it's a very restrained, moderate anger, and they're able to recover and move on from it quickly. The moment they start to feel angry, they also feel anger is not doing anything, it's not going to accomplish anything, and therefore they're able to let go of it quickly. And our rabbis labeled this type of an anger, someone who is slow to anger and very quick to move on. And that is, we should have no anger. But if we're going to try to grow and have incremental steps and improvements in the areas of our anger, that is certainly the better one to have. Namely, to be slow to anger and to recover from anger quickly. That's our nature. Our human psyche is when things frustrate us or upset us, when we feel violated, then we get angry. We get angry. It's natural. But it is an idolatrous thought. It is an egotistical, arrogant thought. So we have to realize we're not in control of the world and we can't control everyone and everything and let go and instead be calculated in how we respond. Be thoughtful in what will be productive, what will accomplish our goal, what will bring about the outcome that we claim to want. And only in that way can we lead our most peaceful and our most happy and our most meaningful lives. 8.45, we continue with Living with Amuna. Please join us, same places. And 9 o'clock tonight, we're going behind the bima with Judge Ruchi Fryer. Looking forward to hearing about how she balances and reconciles her different worlds, the Hasidic world from which she comes with being a judge in the criminal court of New York and the founder of the Ezra's Nashim Women's, uh, women's uh, Emergency Response. Have a great day.